I just want to reiterate, uh, you don't have to include it in the video, but just for future, mm-hmm. and maybe you can say something in the comment section, reiterate, I don't know everything, and I'm not claiming to be a perfect moral person because of my beliefs. Like I said, I have sin, I have problems in my own life that need addressed, so I'm no better than a non-believer in terms of morality. Okay. You know what? If you want, I can edit this part and put it at the beginning of the video, kind of uh, before we start the conversation. How about we do a quick uh, thought experiment before we we dive right in? I won't even ask you what your claim is yet. We'll just start out with a with a thought experiment, and then we can we can jump into the claim. Okay. All right. Cool. So the thought experiment goes like this. Let's say I got um, actually I do in, in real life um, in my kitchen, which is over there. I've got a big jar of coins. It's uh, Probably mostly pennies and nickels and dimes because I I picked out all the quarters for the vending machine at work, so yeah. it's it's all the lower yeah. uh, money into work. Yeah. I spent too much money on vending machines, <laughs> but I've got a whole bunch. I don't I have no idea how many. Uh, it's probably in the hundreds. And if I were to say, I know that there's a hundred, or let's say I know that there's an even amount of coins in there, that is my reality. And then if someone else, uh, let's say my friend Jason comes into the room and he's like, I know that there's an odd amount of coins in that jar. And that's my reality. Jason's reality, his reality. Mm -hmm. Can one of us or can both of us be correct? Or can only one of us be correct? No, because all you gotta do is count them. All you gotta do is count them. And if there's an even then one of then I think that was me, I would be correct. And if there was odd, then Jason would be correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we share the same reality? No, you guys can't share the same reality. All right. There we have it. That's a thought experiment. <laughs> Pretty simple and easy. So I guess if you want to, I, I, I don't have any idea what your what your claim might be. If you want to share that, that'd be awesome. I mean, the base claim that I have is God is real. Jesus was his son, also God in the flesh, died on the cross for us three days later. And it's through that sacrifice on the cross and living a perfect sinless life, anyone can be redeemed. Okay. All right. And I'm just taking a few notes. Hopefully you don't mind about that. So what I'm hearing is uh, the claim is that God is real and that uh, Jesus uh, was his son Mm -hmm. and that he lived a sinless life. Is that about, okay, that accurate? All right. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. There's there's other things. That's kind of the core condensed of any Christian who's a true Christian is those tenets. Okay. Okay, gotcha. So that's kind of like the baseline, and then there might be some additional things on top of that. Um, but yeah, okay, we can we can just stick with this. Because for now. you know, there's three steps. So if you want, we can just stick with those uh, 
things for now, and if we need to expand later, we can, but we'll just stick yeah. with that for the time being anyway. And why do you hold this belief? What makes you, or actually, before we get into that, and ask one question before we jump into that. What is your confidence that this is the truth? When you ask me that, and the confidence is at 100. 100%, all right. Okay, now the question is, what makes you believe this? Life experiences, what I've heard from other people, atheists, non-believers, or atheists and believers alike. Okay. My interaction with both kinds of people in my life, and personal experience or just conversation with them. Okay. So these life experiences, what are these about? Just things that have happened in life, like a couple of times, like before I became a Christian, probably should have died, but didn't. Mm. Like the odds said I shouldn't have lived through that, but I did. Or the odds said maybe I was going to live, but something else seriously was going to happen to someone else, and it didn't happen. Hmm. Okay. Was it? Uh, I don't want to ask too uh, uncomfortable of a question. If I, if you don't want to answer, you don't definitely don't have to answer. Just say Pierce. That's that's personal, and I'll respect yeah. that. But um, what kind of experience was was this? Like, was it a was it like a life or death type of situation, like a car accident, or? Well, I remember. My youngest one that I can remember was in high school, and I got the bright idea to do a backflip off these rolled-up wrestling mats onto that. And there was, of course, gym floor between the two, and the people who saw me did it said my neck and head was inches from hitting that gym floor. Probably could have cracked my spine or broke my neck. Who knows? Spent the rest of my life in the wheelchair. Mm. And... Correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm putting words in your mouth, just say, hey, Pierce, that's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm hearing is that because you could have could have spent the rest of your life in a wheelchair or worse, who knows, um, because of that near miss, I guess you could say, that the yeah. best explanation for that is God. Thank you, because this was way before I actually became a Christian. Mm -hmm. It was like... So I'm just going to chalk that up to chance. Just stuff like that. It's like, how often am I going to talk chalk this up to chance before I think maybe there's something bigger that is beyond my ability to see? Hmm. Okay. I see. So there was. I think hey. that this it wasn't the wasn't the only experience. It sounds like there was several of them. Yeah. that occurred okay and because of all these experiences the collection of of all of these that uh, that is your we're just seeing something like that on tv a story about someone who had an experience like that on tv okay okay so not only your experiences but but the experiences of others i think you had mentioned that earlier 
so it's kind of like the collection of your experiences plus others' experiences, and you and that's you can't really chalk that up to chance. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of what I'm getting. Is that what you're saying? Hey, all these other words non-believers like to throw in. Okay. So. So you, so you would say that that that's kind of your reason for your for your belief in God. God is the best explanation for for all those things. It's one of the reasons. One of the reasons. There, there's so many. It's like multi-layered. Okay. You know, I didn't gotcha. wake up one day and decide, "Hey, I'm a Christian." Poof! It was so many things that led to that led to that final decision. Okay. Okay, I understand. I guess if. I guess if what what would be your uh, the if let's say there's a pie chart of the reasons that you uh, believe in in God and life experiences and the experiences of others if you want to just combine that into into one because I think we're kind of talking about the same type of thing mm-hmm. if that was in a pie chart what percent of that pie chart yeah. would it be oh. If I give it a percent, I can give you other stuff in the pie chart, like okay. Example, I like history, so there's things in history that I mean people say the Bible is just all fairy tales. I mean, the Bible has some things that history has confirmed. So there's okay. sure historical evidence. There's seeing just like atheists i know a lot of people whether they atheists or not they all use the word evil like i've heard so many people say evil 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 mm. like what's what's the force behind that like why does someone kill a child you know we we say all oh, something in the mental area or something like that but i can still keep asking why it's like i can't get a really good answer for something like that because i'll just keep asking why hmm. okay okay so that any, would be in there okay. anything else in your pie chart or is that about it nature this is the way the natural world world works okay gotcha. this is how some things on this planet because we got how many are plants in the solar system now? Because I forget because they dock Pluto or they bring Pluto back. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. But uh, all those plants, this is the only one that has life. The only planet we know in the billions of other planets that has life. Mm-hmm. And everything is so fine-tuned. You altered anything just a little, life would just fall apart. Mm. Okay. All right. So... With nature... World. Okay. So in your in your pie chart, um, we've got the the life experiences, whether that's your own or uh, somebody else's. Uh, we got those. We got the history. Uh, we got the using the word evil, or I don't know how you would word that. Uh, but we got that, <laughs> and then we got uh, we got nature. So kind of like uh, how the world. Uh, exists that we have life on earth but not on other planets uh, so and just how it's so fine-tuned fine-tuned okay yeah 
Yeah, let me write that down. Fine tuned. And that kind of goes with nature, right? Or are those two things mm -hmm. separate? Yeah. Okay, it kind of goes together. This they're they're made together. Okay. Now I know you said that you couldn't really put a percentage on the life experiences, and I is it safe to say that you probably don't know the percentages for the other things either? Okay, that's quite all right. Now you know. Let's try to figure that out. I think that would be that'd be a good thing to figure that out. So it, let's start with the top. So life experiences. Now let's. I like throwing out hypotheticals. That's my favorite thing to do. So let's say we throw out the hypothetical that these life experiences, your life experiences, and experiences of, of others, you, you never either, let's say you've found that they are unreliable or that they never happened. Just try to wipe that off the map. Do you still believe in God? Thanks. They're all... Basically, an analogy I could say is they're all puzzle pieces, and they okay. make a complete puzzle. Just because okay. you take one piece doesn't mean the puzzle can't be completed by another piece. Okay. Okay. So if, if you were to remove any individual one of these uh, pieces, it's not really going to affect your belief. Okay. Nah. Because these pieces have been built over... I became a Christian in my late 20s, so... 20 plus years I've been building these pieces. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I would basically, you would have, they have to take me back to a child to destroy the belief. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I wonder how, how powerful is one of these pieces? What if you were to remove all pieces with the exception of the personal or the ex life experiences, whether that's personal or from others? Can that piece... Uh, stay on its uh, be on its own. Yeah. Okay. I think so because when I first became a Christian, a little bit that I was like, okay, this is hundred percent. This is what I'm planting my flag on. And as I've grown to talk to atheists and believers alike about my faith and different things in my faith that plenty of people disagree on, those that core has grown. Mm. Okay. Can any of these other pieces be on their own? Like if uh, you were just looking at the history alone, nothing else, no life experiences, uh, no fine-tuning, is that enough to stand mm -hmm. completely on its own? Yeah. It is. Okay. All right. And then the, the I don't know how to describe this one. I had trouble earlier. Maybe you can help me out with like a, the... The title of this, uh, you described it as using the word evil. Is that a puzzle piece? Well, just, yeah, it's, I describe like the inherent, people say, you know, humans don't have inherent bad in them, but even you got to teach a child not to lie. Mm, you know, okay. even you got to teach a child not to steal at some point. Hmm. And the most unthinkable thing a human could do, you could ch chalk it up to there was a brain dysfunction. Well, where did the brain dysfunction come from? You, you know, I, I would keep asking why, and there was no definite answer that satisfied me. Hmm. That put a stop to the whys. Gotcha. Hmm. If we don't know something, 
Is it okay to say I don't know? There's there's plenty of things in this Bible I don't necessarily get fully. There's plenty of things I don't know about God fully, but I'm still learning. It's going to take a lifetime to learn, and even then, I'm not going to know everything because okay. I'm not God. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, is that I, I, I'm not sure what the what what name to give this puzzle piece, but uh, for this particular puzzle piece. Does this one stand on its own? If there's nothing else, no other pieces, just this one. It does. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then finally, the fine-tuned puzzle piece. Does that one, that one can stand on its own as well? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And really, I don't see how you could take away the puzzle, those puzzle pieces because, like I said, you would have to bring it back to my youth. Okay. Because... You know, some people like to glue their puzzles together and put it on a wall. Mm -hmm. These these pieces are glued. Mm, they're glued. Okay. Okay. I see. If you were to find that you used some sort of unreliable method to to figure out one of these puzzle pieces, like let's use maybe the history one. As an example, and I'm not saying this is the case, uh, and not um, saying that you did use an unreliable method or, or anything like that. But let's let's say that for the history one, that somehow there was some fault in in the method you used, and, and you were convinced that this um, method was unreliable. Do, do you do you get out the the putty knife and scrape up this uh, puzzle piece off the off the wall, get the glue from under it and peel it up. I don't get how you, what you mean by the method was flawed. Okay, okay. let me. I can, sure, I can. I history, can... I'm talking about stuff that is even confirmed by atheists, like mm. the kingdom of Israel existed. You know, okay. that's, atheists can deny that. I'm talking about stuff that you know even non-believers say, yeah, we can't say that's false. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, is it possible that even atheists could have come to, in, to, to be incorrect about that as well? About the method? Um, perhaps they use the same method. Uh, perhaps, uh, what the, what the uh, fact, I guess you could say, uh, the history fact. Uh, perhaps more Christians and atheists uh, could have gotten it wrong. There was a time where uh, people perhaps uh, thought things about the earth that were incorrect and everybody probably agreed on it, or at least most. Mm -hmm. Right? So, yeah. if you were to find that, uh, that both atheists and Christians and anybody in between had a, a big misconception about one of these history facts. And, and let's say that was, uh, you know, quite a few of them, like uh, a big chunk of that uh, puzzle piece, I guess you could say. Do you remove that puzzle piece or do you keep that puzzle piece in place? Getting, because like I said, the store facts are some like, 
know, people will say, still say the Earth is flat, even though the mm -hmm. Earth is round. We we yeah. all can see it from, yeah, like mm -hmm. this is the history stuff is just stuff that cannot be disputed. Like, mm. for example, the Great Flood. I know there's not really much historical evidence we can find in the ground or pick up archaeological stuff. That's open for discussion, but like I said, the Kingdom of Israel. We know the Kingdom of Israel existed. We found the archaeological evidence. Okay. So you can't really dispute that. I'm talking about stuff that you just can't dispute when I talk about the historical facts. Okay. Okay. I guess, do you want to dive into that a little bit deeper? Or... It, that sounds like it might be one of the a pretty big reason for your belief. Would you would you agree with that? I mean, I guess you said each puzzle piece was uh, seemingly equal or uh, similarly equal. Um, They're equal because they built on the other one. Okay. If you don't mind me asking, actually, was there? But a I guess take them away would be erasing my past, which no one could do. So you would have to just reset my life. Ah, okay. Um, for that question to be valid, sure. in my opinion. Sort of curiosity, which, which puzzle piece came first in your life? Was there one that came first? I would say the personal experiences came first. Okay. Well, I guess if uh, if it came first, maybe we should start with that one, and then uh, kind of go in chronological order. Maybe not today. Maybe in the future. Maybe not. If you enjoy talking to me, maybe. But I guess let's let's start there. That might be a good starting place. So with these uh, life experiences, uh, you mentioned that one um, potential accident that uh, thankfully you weren't, it doesn't sound like you were injured. So that's excellent. No, it wasn't. They said I was, my head was a couple inches from hitting that hard floor and who knows what medical computations would have resulted from that. Yeah, that that does not sound like a great time. That's for absolute certain. Mm. Um, so I guess my question is how do, how do life experiences or experiences of others or anything that you might, might find out there how does that get you to God? Can you explain that to me? Kind of like, explain it to me like I'm five years old. No, difficult. <laughs> because, I mean, most five-year-olds don't come to God or, in my opinion, come to atheism either. They're still, their brains are sponges. They're soaking up everything that they interact with. Sure, sure. So I'm going to stick with your age now. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so it was more just, like I said, my understanding of atheism is when it comes to most things like human life, all that, the origins of human life, it's all about chance. We, we got to where we are because the chances lined up just right for us to get here. And the stuff like that, that accident, I was like, okay, so I'll just call this chance and move on. And then the next accident or the next near miss, how many times are I just keep saying chance? Hmm. 
What are the chances? So if I'm, what are the chances that nothing? Happens? That led me to like, huh? So I guess there was a chance that you would have hit your head, and and something awful would have happened. I'm wondering what the chances are um, that you would have. Either. So who knows where my life would be right now, looking back on that, if right. I had snapped my neck and been in a wheelchair, mm. my life would be different. I may not even be married right now. Mm. Yeah. That definitely would have altered so do the I, timeline, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, do I keep talking to chance or like, maybe there's something bigger than me in control? Hmm. Okay. Okay. Because to me, ask... if I'm just going to say everything, damn, life, it, life doesn't have that much meaning, really, if you just everything's chance. Hmm. Life doesn't have meaning if everything is chance. I said much meaning. Much meaning. Much okay. meaning, because I'm, I'm basically playing a constant game of poker. I'm constantly betting, okay, maybe this time I'll get lucky again. Does having, I mean, does having faith in God increase your chances of success, happiness, well-being? I don't think it increases the chances of success. Okay. And what was the other two? Um, well-being, success, or I said success, well-being. I don't remember what the other one was. <laughs> well, to do the success one, I don't think my belief increases my chances of success per se because the Bible says the rain falls on the just and unjust alike. Just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen to me. Okay. You know, just because I'm a Christian doesn't give me protection from all the bad stuff in the world. Okay. I'm still human. I still have my own sin I deal with. Bad things are going to happen to me. Okay. Uh, so... Going back to your story about uh, the the flip and all well being, yes, I would say well being. Yeah. It does. In terms of just sense of peace, peace of mind. Does it protect you against accidents? Yes and no. Hmm. Yes and no. I would say yes and no. Okay. Like God is in control. If say it's my time to go. It's my time to go. You know, I'm, he's was the he's the author of life. If he says it's time to call me home, there's nothing I can do to prevent it. Okay, I guess I'm, if I'm wondering, there's. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I think there's a little bit of lag here. Okay, yeah, there is a little bit going off, but as far so that's the no. As far as the yes, I would say. You know, chalk it back to the near misses. Maybe all those near misses was because God has another some purpose for me, where it be bring someone to him or simply just showing an act of kindness. Someone that's gonna make a big difference in their life. I guess I'm getting a little bit little bit confused and maybe you can clear it up so god can't necessarily protect you 
uh, from an accident. Sometimes yes, maybe no. That was kind of the, what I think you were you were getting at. Like, you weren't too confident that he would protect you against all things. I guess if it was your time to go, it's, it's your time to go, right? And I guess yeah. regarding... Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So how would you figure out if God protected you in that accident or if it was just like, you know, it just wasn't your, your time at that point? Or if that was, is that kind of how chance works? I don't, I guess I'm a little bit, a little bit lost there. To me, chance doesn't exist. Hmm. If I have something more to do in my life that's going to, bring benefit to God's kingdom, then God can and maybe will protect me. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. I mean, my death could be used as good, for example. Like, let's say someone watches this YouTube thing, and I plant a seed and they become a Christian, but I die tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. And then you told him, and you made a note, yeah, this after talking to this guy, this died, to, died tomorrow. But he was so confident in everything, he wasn't worried about that. Hmm. If, if God is the best explanation for... Um, you know, all these experiences, uh, your experience, uh, maybe an experience I have, maybe an experience my friend has, your experience your, your friend has. If God is the best explanation for all those things, is what's the second best explanation? Say, then we're just... Organism meat floating around in a universe that doesn't have much to point because if if the end result is just us dying and being recycled back into the earth, mm -hmm. then I don't think that gives much like meaning because unless I do something really famous, no one's gonna remember me. Hmm. Hmm. That's Maybe. the thing about. Christian belief is we don't necessarily die. Our bodies die, but our spirits return to God. Hmm. So really, we don't die. We're just changing location. Okay. And also, the end is just us being recycled back in the earth. Mm -hmm. Why shouldn't I just do anything that makes me happy? Why should I not just live for happiness? Ah. Even if happiness causes me to have a shorter life, it doesn't really matter because I'm just returning to the earth. And like I said, unless I do something famous, nothing about me will be remembered eventually. That's interesting. Because the people that remember me will pass on. So, huh? Yeah. That that 
that oddly struck me as really, really profound. And it, to me, it, wow, huh? Like you said that we should live for our own happiness. And I don't think we should, but I'm just yeah. saying, if there's yeah. nothing else out there and this is it, why shouldn't we? Like, why build this society around this moral code? We, you can say it because we just want to progress to society. I say it comes from God. But if we're going to build this, our lives around this moral code and put all these rules and stipulations, only for us to return to the earth, why don't we just forget all that and just try to live a life as happiness as possible? Hmm. Can we, can we do both? What do you mean by both? Uh, live by. I think uh, I know what you mean, but live by a moral code and live to to be happy. Well, I mean, I live by a moral code and I'm also happy. Ah. Hmm. I try. I should rephrase that. I try to live by a moral code because, like I said, I'm still learning about everything in this book, mm -hmm. and I'm not perfect. I still have sins. Mm -hmm. The only difference between me and a non-believer in the terms of sin is I have a pardon for my sin. Mm. Okay. Hmm. But okay. in terms of that sin, I'm no... In terms of the amount of sin and the stain of that sin, I'm no better than a non-believer. I just have a pardon where the non-believer doesn't. Ah, okay. So you're like forgiven. That, yeah. That's what you, yeah. Okay. Most uh, most Christians that I speak to would would probably use the word forgiven instead of pardon. That was interesting. They used the word pardon because that's almost more accurate in a way. I think so. Kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. They're synonyms, really. Okay. Hmm. I think pardon and capture on the cross better than forgiveness. Because hmm. humans can forgive. Yeah. But. Nine times out of ten, you say you forgive, but you're still going to hold a little bit of a grudge, mm. depending on what happened. Yeah, maybe. Could be. God, God forgives completely. He gives the full pardon mm. where you have Christ, your, your sin is gone. Okay. In terms of when you finally die, your sin dies with your body. That's what I say. Mm. Okay. Sin is no longer upon you. You know, you know, Andrew. I don't know that I have any more more questions. Usually I do, but uh, today it, it seems as if you got me speechless. <laughs> for for whatever reason that might be, I don't know. Um, hmm. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of fault my myself for that. Usually, I'm full of questions, and I'm looking down at my notes, and I just don't. Nothing's coming to the tip of my tongue. So, yeah, I don't know. We might uh, just have to to call it for now. Um, it, I guess. Is there anything you got for me? Is there Anything you want to add to that or uh, any questions you might have for me? 
I'm not really, but I mean, I'm kind of bummed too. If you got any random question, you're going to ask. Them. <laughs> um, hmm. like any topic, okay. go ahead and ask. And if I can give an adequate explanation, or feel like I can give an adequate explanation, I'll tell you. And if okay. I can't, then I'll say, yeah. I so like I said, I'm still learning myself. So if I can't give an adequate explanation, I'll tell you. But if I feel like I can, I'll okay. do my best. You know what? Something did pop in into my head just now. And I, I actually meant to ask it earlier, and then we went on to another topic. But Andrew requested that this portion of the conversation be edited out. How you recycle back into the earth, and that's if that's all that is. Yeah, that's... That might, yeah, that might be, a, like, I'm not sure how to examine that. I guess I need to figure out better ways to examine that. I guess when a talk, a reason is based on morality, I guess it's not as concrete. And I guess that might be difficult to ask questions for me. I guess I got have to think of better questions to ask in regards to that. If that makes any sense. That was part of my puzzle pieces, too. Ah, that's another puzzle piece? Yeah. Hmm. Because if if all morality is, is just the size of the collective has declared these things are wrong, mm -hmm. what's to stop eventually a majority saying, well, no, these things are right, these things are wrong? Hmm. Okay, so... For guess, moralities just depend on the collective majority of the civilization. That seems a very unstable ground hmm. to anchor the concept of morality in. Hmm. Interesting. If there was a... Let's say there's a section of the world, let's say an entire continent that does not believe in God or any, any God or gods. There's no religion. What does that continent look like? Religion at all? Are we yeah. talking like any belief system? No, no belief system that involves a god or gods. Or higher power or anything of that sort. I think the society, a society can function hmm. on the base level. Like there's a tribe in an island out in Asia that every time someone tries to get close to them, they physically stop them. And uh, I forget what country technically controls the island, but the country said, look, they, we're not even going to try to contact these people. We're, they're just leave them alone. Hmm. Okay. And and they haven't reached the level of the rest of the world, partly because they're an island, partly because of limited resources. Yeah. But I, they're still, you could say, surviving. Mm, yeah. I'm I'm kind of trouble trouble following your your thought path here. This island was were they religious or non-religious? Do we know? I don't think any society is completely non-religious mm -hmm. because 
this this modern belief in there is nothing to me is just what it is a modern belief look back on every culture in the historical record they believe in something hmm. I, I don't I can't think of any pre-modern culture that didn't believe in some sort of deities or deity some sort of higher power hmm. That Which actually possibly. is another piece for me. The fact that every pre-modern society believed in something. Hmm. Something bigger than humans. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Well, I guess we found another puzzle piece. <laughs> okay. Would you agree, though? That, that, um... Can you think of any culture? modern cultures that didn't believe in some sort of higher power? No, I cannot. Uh, I cannot think of any. Uh, not that that is necessarily the case, because I don't know. I'm not a big history buff, so I, there definitely could be one that I don't know about. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, I can't really uh, think I'm of pretty that. sure at every society has had some sort of higher power. Belief. Yeah. yeah I mean, the only society the in the world you Think of the Egyptians. They had a whole class of higher beings. They, they did. You know, hmm, it's funny that you bring up the Egyptians. The, the Egyptians, what do you... And you could... I'm sorry. And you could say that because of nature. I believe that's true, but it also, to me, speaks to... Acknowledgement there is something. Mm. Like it's an inherent, it was an inherent belief in humans before modern era that there's something bigger out than me. When you brought up the Egyptians, it got me thinking. So the Egyptians and all their gods and pharaohs, and I don't know a lot about their belief system, but I... I know that they had a lot of gods and, and such, and they built the temples mm, for yeah. the gods or something. But anyway, these these Egyptians, if they were to, ex, ex, let's say they still existed to this day, and they were able to to take a look at uh, Christianity, for example, and in the Christian God, if they were to take a take a pure look in through like a little window and take all of that in. What do you think they would think of it? Huh. It depends on the individual, really. Would, would they they would they think of it as pretty alien, or do you think they would just be like, ah, seems all right? Or I mean, they some individuals could have said, "We'll just put your god on the pedestal with the rest of our gods. We'll work them in somehow." Could then now we don't want anything to do with that God. Some hmm. could have took a serious look and changed their view. It's really the individual because we're all unique individuals. That is true. What do you think of the Egyptian gods? I I actually enjoy learning about the mythology behind their beliefs, but I see them as man-made gods. Hmm. Do you think that they might have the same confidence level as you, that 
They could. Hmm. I mean, I don't know about you, but from the Facebook side, I know plenty of atheists on there have 100% believe there is no God. Yeah, I'm sure they, they do. That yeah, is not, so. That's not me, but yeah, I'm sure there are. There are. Um, do you think that whether it's an Egyptian or an atheist or a Christian, uh, obviously uh, one of them, or at least an atheist at 100%, um, one of them does have to be incorrect, right? Two out of those three have to be incorrect and one is correct. Just kind of like the like the jar of coins example, right? Someone has to be correct and someone has yeah, to be Yeah, there's, there's one truth. Right. And that's... that's... I mean, I don't, I don't mean to get in, like, I don't want to get far into political, but I will use a phrase, modern phrase, a person is living their truth, and a person is living their truth. Mm -hmm. So if everyone's just living their own truth, so they're like multiple truths, or are we still saying there's one truth? What do you think? So yeah, there is one truth. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I am 100% confident that I have that truth. Ah, gotcha. Hmm. How do you think it would feel? How do you think the Egyptians feel? Uh, let, let's say they, they are wrong. I don't know if they're wrong. I'm not saying they're wrong. But let's say that they are wrong. How would they discover that they're wrong? Well, I mean, Jesus said go and make disciples of all nations. And so it's it's up to Christians to tell people about God. I can't force anyone to believe in God. If I did, they wouldn't have a true belief. It wouldn't help them any. Hmm. So, but I am obligated to go tell them. Uh, and they're up, they're left to their own choices about it. Right. Or they could discover themselves. Something that could come along in their lives that totally conflicts with their belief system, and they would have to decide whether it conflicts enough that they're going to abandon that belief system and turn a new direction. Hmm. Do you think that they could have a personal experience, perhaps an experience maybe like your own, maybe not? Do you think they could have that experience and it strengthened their belief in, in their gods? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, my belief was straight. If, if, do you think the same experience, uh, let's say you're almost, uh, what's an Egyptian experience? Let's say they almost get hit with one of those, you know, big tons of bricks that they made the pyramids with, if that's what you call it. And let's say a Christian is building a building and almost gets hit by something similar. And both of those experiences uh, strengthen their belief in their God and respectively gods. Uh, if that same experience can strengthen uh, two completely different beliefs, what does that say about the reliability of that, that method that they used? Same experiences, how we interpret those is based on the individual. Right. So is a personal experience a reliable method to determine a, a truth like that? Yeah. 
It is. Hmm. How so? I don't really get what you're asking with that one. Um, let me try to rephrase. So we have the Egyptian who has a personal experience, uh, an accident that almost kills them, but doesn't, let's say. And um, we got a Christian who has the exact same or, or maybe even a, a Muslim. Who knows? They have a, a personal experience. Mm -hmm. They almost get hit by a train or something and pretty scary. And they both have these experiences that are pretty much identical. And one leads them to believe that they need to build a, a giant pyramid and uh, wrap up some dudes in toilet paper. And then the other one uh, thinks that he needs to pray in a particular direction, however many times a day. I'm, I'm not too familiar with their beliefs. Um, no disrespect to any of those beliefs, but they both have very different uh, ideas of what truth is, and they have wildly different beliefs, but they had the same experience that sent them in uh, two different directions. Um, you said that that's, uh, the both experiences was a reliable way to determine kind of what they perceive as the truth. I guess I'm asking how that's the case. Because that's not, chances are that's not going to be their only thing that the, that leads to the determination. Like really, the near-death experiences were just solidified my belief in a higher power. Okay. It wasn't necessarily a belief in Abraham and God. It was just okay. there is something out there. He's okay. bigger than me, more powerful than me. Okay. Something is in control beyond me. Okay. I think that clarifies things. All right. In that case, uh, take care, and hopefully we'll get to speak again. It was uh, it was a nice conversation. Started off a little slow, but then we got into it, and it was pretty good. Very respectful, and it's nice to see a respectful person because on the Facebook side, there are people that are not. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we both probably run into those uh, daily, where it's uh, yeah, it's not good. Not good. I try to stay respectful. I try to. I think I do. I hope I do. You did on this video. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks again, Andrew, and uh, take care then. You too, brother. Yep. Bye.